You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. We're surrounded with the message that it's the tired life, the no time for myself life, the hard life. And while it can be hard and full of lots of showing up for others, the idea that being a mom means living a joyless, stale, or shit show life all the time is something I am passionate about putting a stop to. I'm Ali Casaza, and I'm about to make your life so much lighter. I'm the best-selling author of the book, Declutter Like a Mother, and the creator of several life-changing online programs that have enrolled tens of thousands of students. If you've been feeling chronically behind, if you wake up feeling exhausted for a day that hasn't even started yet, if you constantly feel like you don't have time for the things that really matter to you, I've got you. I went from being a completely overwhelmed, depressed, struggling mom of three babies and toddlers who, I'll be honest with you, didn't want to be a mom anymore because I felt like I was failing so hard at it every day. Through a lot of figuring out, searching for help, inner work, and shifting how I was doing and being, I found that the less I had in my way, the more joy, focus, and purpose I brought into my life. We have to define what is in our way and what is actually worthy of our energy. I went from blogging about my journey to becoming the founder of a multi-million dollar online business, all based on helping women live better, lighter lives. Join millions of listeners around the world for conversations that will lift your mood, focus your intention, and raise your vibe week after week. We talk motherhood, lifestyle, well-being, and simplifying everything from home to schedule to business. Listen, this is about not just waking up and reacting to our lives and letting the day run us but setting the intention and taking ownership of every single day and making life work for us, making it easier. Friend, I am so glad you're here. I'm Allie, and you're listening to The Purpose Show. Hi, friends. Because it's so important to me that I am able to authentically be myself and I want to speak the way that I normally speak here on my podcast, you'll find the occasional curse word, in my show. So if that bothers you, it's not something that you want your kids to hear, grab your headphones. In the show, you'll also find some episodes with adult themes, just things that are a little bit too mature or hard to process for young ears. So in general, headphones might be a good idea. I love you guys. I'm glad you're here and enjoy this episode. Since the dawn of time, mothers have conquered great trials the pain of childbirth, PMS, men with head colds. But nothing has stood in their way. Nothing has challenged them like their biggest enemy, clutter. Clutter has stolen their time, their energy, stressed them out, and been the cause of many pre-company meltdowns. Warriors, gather! It is time. Or declutter like a mother. 2023! Seventh annual Declutter Like a Mother Challenge starts January 2nd. Go to alikazaza.com slash D-L-A-M to sign up. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Purpose Show podcast. I'm really happy that you're here with me. (sighs) Today, I want to talk about a very real fear that I have experience that I still experience. But in today's episode, I want to talk about the very real fear of being seen, specifically as it relates to 
being online, being a person of influence, being a personal brand. I was speaking on the phone this morning with a business coaching client and she was sharing with me how she went live for the first time. And she ended up like her body just got filled with anxiety. She started to just, in her words, like freak out. She like wrapped up her live and just got off and was like, oh my God, like what just happened to me? What is going on? Why did I feel that way? And we were just talking through it. And I feel like people see where I'm at today and see how I go live. Like even as I'm recording this episode, I'm live on Instagram right now. Like I just freely go live all the time. I'll go live randomly. Like I'll go live and do my makeup with you guys. I'll go live and teach on something. I'll go live and talk about something a little controversial. Like I'm no longer afraid to go live. I go live all the time. If someone comes and they're being, you know, a jerk, I'll block them. I don't care. Like I'm, I go live all the time. And so because of that, I feel like people don't understand that in the beginning of my business and even through the beginning of my business, I was so, so petrified of being live. And I had the same experience as my client that I was speaking with this morning where the first time I went live and even thereafter, I would basically have a small panic attack. I just felt like it wasn't safe. I would panic. I would just start to freak out. I would get really full of fear. Any negative comment, even if it was like a troll, like there are troll comments that are just like, oh, you're so boring or, you know, something stupid. And then there are really hurtful comments from someone that you know, is following you or knows about you and is like coming at you for something. Like those are, there's different types of negative comments, but any negative comment or anything that had a negative tone to it, or I would just like freak out and feel like it wasn't safe, like feel like personally attacked. It would affect me so much. It would bother me not only all day, but like all month. Like it would just really, really affect me. And now I'm just not like that at all. It's And so I think people see where I'm at now and they they think it's always been like that or it's easy for me or natural for me. And that's just not the case at all. And so I was coaching her through like how to deal with that fear. Like really what this is, it's not a fear of going live. It's actually a fear of being seen. And so I just want to kind of share some of the things that I shared with her um, because it got me thinking that I've never really talked about this and it's a really big issue because if you have a fear of being seen, that is going to like naturally, you're going to repel success. You're going to repel doing some of the things in your online business that can help you get seen, that it can help you grow, that can help you make money, increase your revenue, help you create more jobs, help you create more impact. And so we have to get over this fear of being seen. And also you are not made to settle for a fear of being seen. Like you are, if you're feeling pulled to starting something that involves you showing up with your face, your voice, whatever, then you're probably being called to do that because you're meant to overcome the fear of being seen. Most of the time, people that feel a pull to start a business like mine actually do have an anxiety about being seen or anxiety about being judged or misunderstood. And they always tell me the same thing. Like, well, I, I really want to do this, but I'm just really afraid of, you know, showing up. I'm afraid of what people will think. I'm afraid of negative comments. How do you handle that? How do you handle being judged? And it's so funny because they like think that it's like, why do I feel this pull if I have this fear? And I know 
from hindsight that you have this pull to show up because one of your biggest fears is judgment, because one of your biggest fears is showing up and being seen, because we are here to heal. We are not here to stay small. We are not here to allow our fears and our insecurities take over our lives. We are here to grow and overcome them. We are here to learn lessons. And until you learn the lesson, the teachings are going to keep showing up in your life. I wish that I would have known this and learned the lessons a long time ago because the teachings have continued to show up in my life and continued to be a problem and and shown up and and caused me to freak out because I wasn't dealing with the root fear. I wasn't dealing with the issue. And so we're going to talk about that. So basically, your brain is wired to keep you safe. And your brain perceives things. This is going to get a little, just follow me here. Your brain perceives things that are familiar to you as safe. And it perceives things that are unfamiliar to you as not safe. And because our brains are, you know, primal, they are wired to keep us safe. And that is what they perceive as, our brains perceive as safe and unsafe. Okay, so when you do something that is outside of the norm, you're gonna have a little bit of anxiety. This is why like you would get like first day of school jitters because you haven't been an eighth grader before. You haven't been with these teachers before. You haven't had this class schedule before. You haven't been around these specific people before in this way before, at this age before. You haven't done eighth grade before. So you have like that, the first day jitters when you're getting ready to go speak on a stage, like this is unfamiliar. It feels unsafe to be exposed and to be seen. So the trick is, first of all, to heal. What is what is the trigger? If you have an absolute like this like nervous system reaction to being seen like I did and like my client was, then we got to deal with that. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But the second thing we have to do is realize that we have control over what is familiar to us and what is unfamiliar. At this point in time for my client, going live and being seen online is unfamiliar to her. So it feels unsafe. She also had some like trauma with other girls and being seen and being judged and some really serious betrayal, which is why she hired me because of my episode on friendships and like my experience with that. She really resonated with a lot of that. And so we can deal with all of that. And again, we'll talk about that in a second. But we can make unfamiliar things familiar to us. Even though I've had all the experiences that I've had that I've shared bits about with you guys here on the podcast and on Instagram and stuff with, you know, other people and their opinions of me and them taking their opinions and blasting them everywhere and talking about me and talking about the things that I do and having their opinions, whatever. Even so, it is still familiar for me to go live now. It's familiar for me to show up. It's familiar for me to be seen. It's familiar for me to be vulnerable online. I now know that I'm in control of what I share and what I don't share. And if I mess up, I can say sorry. Like it's it's all good. I'm allowed to be a human person. Even if in our culture right now, we seem to not remember that, that we're all human people and anyone, anytime anyone messes up, it's like they're destroyed. That doesn't need to be how I handle things and what I believe. Okay, if you are a mom and you are starting or running an online business, if you are wanting to invest in support and guidance, if you're wanting to invest in really getting the shortcut to making your dream a reality, I need you to pay attention. I have been a voice in the online space for over a decade. I took my business from zero to seven figures in 18 months. 
I have achieved some of my biggest and wildest dreams because of starting this business. For example, obtaining a high six-figure book deal with HarperCollins, writing a number one best-selling book and landing it in Target, which is so difficult to do. My podcast is on the top 100 list. I have over 30,000 women enrolled in my courses. I create online challenges that convert. And I am the queen of using things like challenges and masterclasses to create a movement over just running a business like everyone else. I'm also a mom of four kids that I have homeschooled up until this year. And I've been unwilling to sacrifice family time or my mental, emotional well-being for the sake of growing my business. Yet still, I have reached my goals consistently and I am running a business that fits into my life, not the other way around. I believe that what you do in your business needs to feel good in order to work. I believe in the balance of strategy and and logic and also spirit and how things feel to you. I think that business is spiritual and we need to approach it that way. We need the logical, but we also need to pay attention to the emotions and the spirituality in what we're doing in our business to succeed. As a business coach, I go over your mindset, your goals, your blocks, your inner game, marketing, emails and sequences, social media, processes, methods, what works, what doesn't work, what's worth your time and what's not, the way you speak, the way you sell. This is the juice. This is my zone of genius. I go over content strategy, your message, how you present it, how you speak it, and how to be consistent in spreading it, even with a busy schedule and also raising a family. And I also cover ease, strategies that don't only work, but will free you up and free up a lot of time and simplify your entire business and your schedule. All of this is taught from a holistic place of what is sustainable for you as a mom and as a human being who does not want to hustle herself into the ground in order to win. Because the fact is, you do not have to do that. And I am proof of that. And so are my clients. Listen, babe, there are multiple ways that we can work together. If you are pulling forward at this and you are ready to invest in guidance and the next level, I need you to go to alicasazacom slash business coaching. Kind of take a look there. You can see the breakdown of the different offers, different packages and pick what feels really good to you. Reach out to me. Let's chat. I would love to get you on my schedule. Start hanging out with you and helping you grow. AllieCasaza.com slash business coaching. Let's do this. And so it's familiar to me to be live. For my client, it's going to become familiar for her to go live. She's just new to it. So it is currently unfamiliar. And when something is unfamiliar, it feels extra unsafe. So there's that part of it. You can do this with anything. If it's unfamiliar to you to eat healthy, it feels really hard to make a change. But once it becomes familiar to you and it's like a part of your identity and part of who you are, it shifts to being a lot easier and you begin to shift who you are as a person. I am the type of person that goes live pretty regularly on social media. I am the type of person that sends a couple emails a week to my list. I am the type of person that shows up and is vulnerable when I feel it. I'm a type of person that stays private when I'm not feeling it. Like I'm the type of person that feels into things online and knows that I'm fully in control of what I share, what I don't share, when I share it, if I share it, the narrative of sharing it. And that's it. But if you're new to all of this, that can just feel really overwhelming, really daunting, and it feels unfamiliar. And so it feels unsafe. But it's actually not unsafe. It's just unfamiliar. 
So there's that part of it. We have to work to make unfamiliar things that are going to be good for us and be good for our business and be good for the world. We have to work at making them familiar. It's as simple as that for that part of it. Now, the other part is a little bit deeper. When we're dealing with having like, I mean, really bad anxiety or like a freaking panic attack situation over being seen, there's something that's happened there. That's a learned fear. So... For example, for me, I have had experiences as a kid in high school, even as an adult, even in my career, like this year, that have made it feel very unsafe to be seen and to be public. And the reason that I've had so many of these experiences is because I believe Like I said at the beginning of this episode, we're here to grow. We're here to heal. We're not here to stay the same or stay small. And we're here to overcome our fears. Our fears are there for a reason and we're here to grow and continue to overcome. And the lessons will continue to show up until we learn them. And so I've been given the opportunity, staying positive, of learning the lesson of not caring what people think, not caring when people disagree with me, which has been like a very deeply embedded, very rooted fear for me for my entire life. And now just this year, I am finally getting to a point where I can honestly say like, I just, I really don't care. I at least care far, far, far less. I now have got to a point of realization where I just know that people are going to disagree with me, that people are going to think that I'm dumb. They're going to think that I'm not qualified. They're going to think that I'm doing something the wrong way, that I'm doing something the stupid way, that I'm misleading someone. Like everyone is going to have an opinion about everything. You can go online right now and find a million people that are like, oh my gosh, you have to handle illness the homeopathic way. And here's all the reasons why. And then you can go online about the same issue and find a million people that think the opposite, that it doesn't work. And you have to handle it with Western medicine. And this is why, and I feel so strongly about it. I've seen this so many times. Here's proof. You're always gonna find a million different opinions about the same issue. We're all different. We're all entitled to our own opinion. So when it comes to you and your brand and your message, there are always going to be people that just don't take to you. There's going to be people that you trigger and they're going to hate you for it. And they're going to tell the internet that they hate you for it. Trust me. You have to get to a point of neutrality where for me, I no longer care if someone disagrees or doesn't like me or doesn't like the way I do things or wants to spend their time away from their kids and talking about me on internet threads. I feel really sad for them and I don't care. I don't look. It doesn't bother me. I have hired people to look for me and handle send cease and desist if it gets out of hand. I don't see it. It doesn't affect me. I'm untouchable. I'm unfuckwithable. I don't care. If they want to do that, it's on them fully. When I mess up and I need to fix something, of course I'll do it. Of course I'll humble myself and hopefully I'm already humble, but I'm gonna repair that. But for people to just go and do whatever, say whatever, I do not see it. I am so far removed from it. It can't touch me. People try to take those things and bring them over to my DMs and make sure I'm seeing it. I still don't see it. It's not me. I see the DMs that I need to see. I respond to things that I feel led to open and respond. When I see someone messaging me, I get a feeling to just not open it. And so I don't. It's just as simple as that. I am protected and guarded. And so I have that safety set up for me 
But I have gotten to a point where, yes, I can protect myself and guard myself and take care of myself. But if I ever do see something or when people are like, I know for a fact people are saying things about me that are negative. It's just part of the job. I'm neutral. I let them. I, I've, I've gone from tightly gripping and trying to control the narrative to fully opening my hands and releasing. And then my mantra is just like, let them. I let them. <sighs> and when you can get to that place of letting them think that your live stream was stupid, letting them think that your message is not important, letting them think and say and be whatever, you're free. They, they don't have a hold on you. Now, just as much as it is important to be neutral about the negative, it's also important to be neutral about the positive. Because if you are really affected and tightly gripping the positive things people say about you and to you, and you're like, oh my God, that feels so good. That validates me. Now you are assigning meaning to what people say about you so that when it's positive, you're like, oh my God, I've validated. But when it's negative, you're crushed. This is huge. We have to get to a place of neutrality with any comments about our work, any comments about anything. When you're in a place of neutrality, you can take helpful feedback and be better. You can say, okay, is there any truth to this? Actually, yeah, there is. I could be better at that. So I'm gonna get better at that part. Actually, yeah, I did kind of come off that way. I'm going to apologize and move forward. You can say, okay, they're really happy with my work. That's great. But I already knew that about myself. I already know that I'm showing up well. I already know that I'm doing a good job. When they say something negative, you're like, that's fully their opinion and I'm detached from it. It doesn't need to be a part of my identity. It doesn't need to be something I carry around. This is also the same thing if you are, if it's not like the public you're worried about, maybe it's close people to you, close family, close friends, privacy, things that you're worried that they'll think about you. Same thing. You can't get your security from other people knowing or not knowing things about you. You can't get your security and your validation from people in your life thinking you're doing a good job. I have people close to me that think that what I do is dumb and unnecessary. It's all good. It's all good because I know otherwise. Maybe it's not for them, but I know otherwise. And so the other thing too is like with pr the privacy issue and the fear of being seen because of privacy, guys, you're in charge of what people know. No one can know something that you're not letting them know. Even if another person goes online and shares information about you, you still let that person know. So maybe it's just a lesson to be a little bit more guarded. Get your circle a little bit smaller. Keep that circle a lowercase o. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like maybe it's just that's the lesson. And so you adapt and adjust. There are big things in my life that only my tight inner circle in real life knows. Big things. I don't want to share them right now. I don't know if I ever will. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Lots of big things. People have the idea that because they follow you online, they know you, but they don't know you. They follow you. You're in charge of what you share. You're in charge of your gatekeeping. You're in charge of your privacy. Always. And if something were to like get out or whatever, if a person wants to be that low vibe and spread some things that are private, let them. Let them. There are worse things that could happen. It's okay. 
let them. Let it let it happen. Let it go. Protect yourself. Take legal action when it's necessary. Save your energy. Protect yourself and deal with the root cause. So when myself and my client are having these like visceral reactions to going live and being seen in this fear, we have to deal with the root. There is a trauma or a perceived trauma or something that has happened to cause that reaction. And so let's deal with that. What's the root event that happened that makes it feel so wildly unsafe to be seen? Let's go back into that memory and let's heal it. What what does your inner child need to heal? What needs to be soothed in your mind? What what do you need to work through to repair that? You can use things like EFT and tapping. You can use somatic therapy. There's a lot of different methodologies and ways you can go about it. But we have to deal with the root. We have to become neutral about what people think and perceive about us. Remember, let them. And then we have to become familiar with the process and act of being seen and showing up in our businesses. When we do those three things, you heal, you're neutral, you're grounded, you're showing up, you're showing up regularly, and you've won. And it's as simple as that. Friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me and letting me be a part of your day. It means so much to me. If you would like more like behind the scenes view into my life, this lifestyle, regular like life hacks, tips, and more content that's really gonna create lightness in your social media feed, follow me on Instagram at Allie underscore that's me. Or you can just search Ali Kazaza and it's the one with the blue check mark. If this episode or any episodes was helpful for you, please consider leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. It is literally the lifeblood for a podcaster and it helps me so much. Thank you for tuning in. If you would like to learn more from me, how I can help you, how you can implement the things we talk about here on The Purpose Show, leaning more into making life simpler, better, and more abundant in the best ways, head to alaycasaza.com. There are free downloads, online programs, and other resources to help you create the life you really want in a very deep dive style. I am always rooting for you, friend. I will see you next time. I'm Ali Casaza, and this is The Purpose Show.